All right. It's week six. It's been six weeks. It's been a month and a half since Duncan's been gone. And Bruno's been gone. And Vea's been gone. And Ingvild's been gone. And Warm Cotton's been gone. But it's also been a month and a half with Latima. And Meridian. And Wicker. And Skua. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Surprisingly nice. Yeah. Not that she would have disliked this ever. Yeah. Um, let's do one more Hand of the King roll. Okay. I want to know how the things are before everyone comes back together. So, what is Hand of the King? Could you read that? Because I'm sure this will be in the new episode. <laughs> While the stronghold is secure and the ruler or the representatives are present to rule it unchallenged, at the start of the session, roll plus charisma on a 10 plus choose two on a seven to nine choose one. So I can gain a surplus, I can gain a unit of any resource your stronghold produces, or I can um, guarantee my stronghold is free from want or danger for the time being. All right. I don't think you have advantage here. No. Because, like, you were riding off of kind of a high last time. Actually, you know what? No. I think you do get advantage. It's the first time that people have been healthy since fall the previous year. You have a school now. The walls are bigger. Farms are more efficient. So roll 3d6 and take the higher two. You're rolling plus nothing though, right? No. Not a thing. Just... Ain't got no charisma. (laughs) Ain't got no charisma. (laughs) Charisma. Oh shit. Doesn't count. Okay. (laughs) Oh shit. Six. So you rolled a two and two threes, huh? <laughs> hey, mark XP. Woo! <laughs> Shit. On a six or less, you, I make a move as hard as I want. <laughs> How do I show the barrel of this gun? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hmm. You know what? No, I'll just do it this way. You see that Jin Halberg fellow mm-hmm. all over the place. Like, just following me? Not following you, but he's just, he seems to have suddenly have his fingers in everything. Mm. Just for like all last week and into the start of this week. Like, he's just everywhere. You're at the market. Yeah, you see him. He's just buying, you know. A breakfast hero, you know, you know, the no big deal. You go to the wall. You see him like coming in from a hike, you know, you go check on the healing houses. He's there and he's like, and is like, got to get something from a back, you know? Yeah. I am unnerved. So the second day of this, of the sixth week. It's been a long day at work. Mm-hmm. About what time does Etni come into your go to go to bed, basically? This day. Yeah. Like ten. Yeah. What's your room like? We haven't really described it. We we've, it's the second biggest, and it no longer has a mirror. That's nope. roughly what we know. But sure. what else is there? There's a there's a like a big four poster bed. Yeah, four poster bed, like an armoire. An armoire. Mm-hmm. Is there a desk? 
No, just the vanity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some books. Or kind of a dismantled vanity at this point. Mm-hmm. Bookshelf. So you walk in, mm-hmm. and someone closes the door behind you. No! Jen! You turn, and standing between the door is... You're still not 100% sure of his name, but it's Jin. Mm-hmm. He closes the door, and in his hands, between his two fingers, he has two small vials. One is a bright orange, the other is like an inky black ichor, and he knocks both of them back. He just drinks them. The fuck? And he, like, puts them in his pocket. The fuck? He's also wearing leather armor. Uh, why? And he's wearing a bandolier of daggers oh. and vials of what you assume are poisons and potions christ and i want to just be clear this is this is objective how the fuck does he look more handsome this way (laughs) (laughs) oh no and he says good evening Anthony jespers my name my real name is Jin. i'd like to speak with you for a moment you know, you could have spoken with me any time that you've seen me in the past week. No. Not like this. And he locks the door. And he's standing between you and the door. Fucking hell. I'm going to be very upfront with you. It's also quite nice to meet you in person. Heard you about you quite a while ago. Your friend, Thorn. He killed a mark of mine once. Wanted to see the man who did it. Told me that there were some people he would have torn me apart for. It's funny, though. He's not here now. Anyways. If all goes well, I'm not here to do anything to you this evening. And I'd rather not. But if I must. And he smiles. And it's, like, gross. There is a coup happening right now. Up and along the entire mountain range. The remnants of the Assassin's Guild and the Treasure Hunters send their regards to the secondary heroes. As does Caspin. Now, when I got here, my partner, Zalka, she was a little overzealous, got herself caught. But, luckily, she's spiteful enough to keep her mouth closed. And she didn't know that I had made a useful family of contacts. Your family. And he, like, openly rolls her eyes at this. Everybody knows the Jespers in my world. Well, believe me, Jespers know all of you. Yes. It's not my first time working for them. I was quite pleased to see your aunt, Shersha. So, here's the message from them. And here's the plan. Myself, along with my associates are going to assassinate all of the leaders of this mountain range. No more chieftesses, 
No more ritualists. If Duncan was here, we would assassinate him. And, thankfully, you've brought a couple to my door as well. Now, your aunt's plan is to also take care of the weird leaders here. So we'll be dealing with Latima in a minute. Unless, because there's the following part. Once all of them are out of the way, your aunt was going to sweep in, defeat me, and continue your wonderful legacy, and find them some good new allies in Caspin. And if we succeed, well, the Isle of Yore gets to come into Caspin, no violence necessary. So, the only hitch is your aunt loved you dearly. It'd be even easier if you stepped into the role. I'm sorry? Take over. Do what your aunt would have done. You're an even easier transition. If not, your aunt told me that despite her sadness at this, you will have to get out of the way. Please decide quickly. Uh, so I want to be re real clear with you. Essentially what's happened yeah. is the Isle of Yore, yeah. the assassins and the treasure hunters, right. were hired by Caspin to do this for them. Right. This is the strike that Tilda and Tarantac were warning you about. Right, right, right. Hitting you sideways, so to speak. Yeah. When Zalka and Jin got here, Zalka got a little worked up. Mm. But Jin hooked up with the Jespers, who were just like, yeah, we can help you smuggle in. That's what the party was, by the way. The party was smuggling in a bunch of assassins and treasure hunters to go hit all the other villages. Mm -hmm. So, their plan was to sweep in, look like the heroes take Tyria without too much bloodshed for Caspin. Caspin's got Tyria. No army needed. So. This is your aunt's, like, offering you in on the con. Or having you killed. Hmm. And I want to be clear. He was talking about the Jespers more than your aunt. Yeah, I know. Which means Liam knew, yeah. your father knew, and your mother knew. I feel like because this is a family thing, mm -hmm. Etnied feels more comfortable playing the game. Mm-hmm. So what do you say? Tell me again what you meant by step into the role. Wait for my other man to finish what he's doing with the others and then drive us away 
save the day. And when Duncan comes back, well, by that point, we'll have turned everyone against him. And I think at this moment, um, is, is Meridian in Scooby's room above you or below you? Okay, you start hearing the sounds of struggling, mm-hmm. of fighting, mm-hmm. down below. Do I have the option to attack? You absolutely do. I want to be clear, I don't think you're wearing your armor, just yeah. hands up. You are going to bed. Yeah. This is what I'm visualizing in my head. Meridian score below me and Latima is like just above me. Mm. The keep is stone, but is all of it stone? Yeah, basically. Basically. Like, there are things in this room that'll burn your bed that armoire that sort of stuff there's stuff that will burn but you can't like blast your way through the floor really because you'll remember this thing stood up to dragon fire right right right. so you're strong you're not dragon strong Mm -hmm. i mean everybody fucking dies anyway so like what do you mean everyone dies like they're killing latima no not yet and meridian's cool (laughs) they're in a fight Mm -hmm. it's meridian Mm. Meridian is not going down without a fight. Mm. And he just revealed that he only has one other person in this, in here with him. Mm-hmm. So that person's clearly busy. Mm. Latim is fine right now. Wicker's mm. fine right now. This, I want to be clear with you. Whatever's happening in the villages mm. is happening in the villages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment in which that could have been prevented was... If you'd gotten a couple different things from Zalka, right. or if you'd discerned a little differently at the party. Sure. Um, here's not lost yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't lost yet. Okay. This is the moment. If you want to fight, throw down. Mm-hmm. And let me know so I can write down his stats. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh... If this is the moment you just want to just be like fire at him. I think I do. All right. What is, so describe the scene to me. So he, so he's standing there waiting for your answer Mm -hmm. and just paint me that picture before we roll. Mm -hmm. I feel like Edney like has her hands like ever so slightly behind her. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in a way where, like, you know, Jin's obviously very perceptive, so it's not like he can't pick up on the fact that I might be starting to use magic, but even, like, with my weird position, like, even, Mm -hmm. like, that would throw him off guard, like, even by the, like, slightest instance. Yeah, yeah. He's the person he is, so that's why, like, if this was, if this was the guy downstairs, if he was the one who had confronted you, in this moment, I would have let you just deal damage. Right, totally. But this is Jin. Yeah, exactly. Jin... You still have to roll, even in the worst circumstances. Right, exactly. Um, 
my hands are slightly behind me and I like like flourish them forward mm-hmm. and like kind of like a rolling like wheel of fire at him like a ton like a almost like a carpet unrolling oh cool goes like at his bottom half okay so what's that role what's that role called i it's, believe i'm doing you're aiming to hurt him right i am so that's projected force okay so read that move okay so when you use your power to inflict pain choose mm-hmm. two tags and roll plus wisdom if you do not pick any range tags the range defaults to hand okay I'm not sure what that means <laughs> uh hand is like a dagger's range sure okay yeah um on a 10 plus deal 1d8 of damage on a 7 to 9 also choose one of the below gotcha. which is like a consequence gotcha so which two tags i'm assuming it's like reach and um there is reach near debilitating forceful piercing subtle two targets stun uh yeah what do you want there I want forceful mm-hmm. and maybe near. Yeah. Yeah. So you can hit him at yeah. that distance. Yes. All right. Roll plus wisdom. Plus wisdom plus, plus two. two. That is a nine. Okay. So what do you have to choose? I have to list? choose to draw unwanted attention or put someone on the spot. Mm-hmm. The GM renew removes a non-range tag of their choice and I deal one less damage. Um, or I have an unbalanced my chi, take minus one ongoing two wisdom unless you have a few minutes to recenter yourself. Gotcha. Probably not the chi one. Yeah. That probably would be bad would in this moment. <laughs> I, I would assume that maybe I freak out the guy below me, like draw unwanted attention. Gotcha. So everybody's going to know that you're fighting. Yeah. Like, like everybody. Yeah. Even people who are asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I also think like there'll be like from your window, like a big flare. And I think some people will see that as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, deal your damage. One D eight. Ah! Is this an eight? Yes, it is. That is an eight. And it's forceful, right? Yeah. So this is going to blow him back into like the door. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Eight. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why? So you, you hit him with the flame and like yeah. the force and he like, he gets hit into the, into the, wall but he right. like steps away unburned uh-huh. and his veins are pulsing orange from the potion from the orange potion yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you like, still hurt him right Mm-mm. no not at no, all no he's immune to fire Ugh. he knows who he's dealing with right yeah like so what does etney's mind go where that was like a crazy attack for you yeah. like that was just like everything you had at this guy yeah and you hit him square so like mm-hmm. it do you ever watch it you watch anime right Dog. Yeah, so you know those moments where, like, in the anime where they did their big attack, yeah. and they're like, and then the end of the villain just gets up, and they're like, and they're like, and the hero's like, but how? Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. that's the moment you're in right now, Pretty where bad. it's just like, you threw everything at him in one mm-hmm. second, and he just, like, dusts himself off. Mm-hmm. She's ready just to, like, beat the shit out of him. Gotcha. No black fire? Not yet. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. So does that mean, like, you run in there and draw Thorn's bone dagger? Yeah. Oh, you should grab it from, like, your, your vanity. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, roll a hack and slash. Okay. So that's plus... So will you read hack the hack and, and slash? When you attack an enemy in melee, roll plus strength on a, D, on a 10 plus, you do your damage to the enemy and avoid their attack at the option. You may choose to do plus 1d6 damage, but expose yourself to the enemy's attack on a 7 to 9. Deal your damage to the enemy, and the enemy makes an attack against you. Gotcha. So. So. Rolling. So you're rolling. How much is your strength bonus? I am... Where am I? Plus one. Okay, that's not too bad. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 
Oh shit. <laughs> I lost one. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Six. Oh, six. I mark XP. Ugh. You're not a melee fighter. No, I'm not. You're not. Okay, so I'm super not. So you t- describe to me how you run in at him with your knife. I feel like I'm trying to do something that's like sneaky, but it's like yeah, dumb. but it's him. It's but him, it's dumb. right? Yeah. So I think he like grabs your hand, yeah. knocks the knife away, mm-hmm. and then slips out a dagger of his mm-hmm. and like gets you and like just he doesn't actually like cut you very sure. hard. He just nicks you across the shoulder. Uh huh. Um. So. Oh, he gets you. Oh, it must have hit an artery. That's deep. Like a, like a. Yeah. So you're starting like to like. Hit. Yeah, you're starting to like bleed profusely. That will be. Uh, seven damage. Oh my god. Um. Bef- oh, you're not wearing any armor. No. Shit. Um. um and then I need you to make a. I can do math. I promise. <laughs> you have twenty-one, right? Yeah. So it should be fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Because his dagger is poisoned. <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this guy's a fucker. Oh, dear. Okay. I don't think I've ever done one. A Defy Danger Constitution? Yeah. So, read the Defy Danger. Okay. When you act despite an Im- imminent threat or suffer a calamity, say how you deal with the role if you do it. So, I'm rolling plus Constitution? Yeah. By Enduring? Okay. On a 10+, plus, you do what you set out to do. The threat doesn't come to bear. On a 7 to 9, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The GM will offer a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. Roll 2d6 plus your constitution bonus, which is what? Plus my bonus? Yeah, what's your constitution bonus? It's a 2. Alright, so plus 2 here. So that is an 11. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Um, So, like, you can feel the poisons in your body, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, you're tough. Right. Like, it's not affecting you yet. Yeah. Um... Like, you get the feeling, I might be sick tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, Assuming I'm going to feel like ass this, tomorrow. Yeah, this is going to be garbage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do next? Ugh, next? So, now that I know he's immune to fire. Yeah. And you're disarmed. And I'm disarmed. Yeah. It, is it, is it time for Hell's Heart? Ugh, I don't like it. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, so tell me what, so we, so you can replace with the black flames of hell. Yeah. So like, you're close to him. Does this, and you're like, your veins were glowing orange. Mm-hmm. Do you, do they just start, do we just get that moment of them, like the, the black running up your veins and like your eyes going that pure I think I look black. up at him and yeah. they do that. And like your hair go like your mm-hmm. hair goes, like everything about you is just like, mm-hmm. I think this startles him just a little. Like, yeah. like he knows. It's knew- like Galadriel. Yeah. He knows you like, can do this. Like mm-hmm. on paper, he knows. But, he but he's like, no idea what that looks he's like. He's like, nope, this was way oh, freakier Christ. than I expected. <laughs> I thought she was going to do the same thing, but with black. Oh, no, no, no. Because I promise you, mm-hmm. there is no potion on earth that can, on Saren that can save a person from the black fires of hell itself <laughs> so why don't you roll uh another what is what's your fiery move the um it is a projected force all right but with the black flames what does this look like is this just like filling the room at him like just as much like i think it's like so where i'm imagining us positioned is he disarmed me yeah pulled me close yeah and totally just like and did the dug right because he did a very specific yeah. cut yeah, yeah exactly so his arm is around me right now oh do you just 
grab it. Oh yeah. And you're just gonna burn him directly. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Roll. <laughs> oh, roll. Cool. Uh, your range is hand, so you can pick two tags. Which two tags are you gonna I pick? I can. Yeah. I'm gonna choose piercing. You don't need piercing. Your black fire ignores all armor. This is true. Um. Oh, is reach fucked up? Um, reach would change your range. Okay. What are your What are your choices for tags? Reach near debilitating, forceful, piercing, subtle. Two targets stun. Um, you could do like forceful and stun. Yeah. That might knock him on his ass. Yeah, like, like I want like to like knock this shit off. Like if you pull this one off with with forceful and stun, mm-hmm. I think you'll get advantage on your next roll. Basically, okay. is how. We'll, so, okay. what are you rolling plus wisdom here? Plus two. Plus two, but you're going with the black fire. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Ah! I'm so nervous. I am too. <laughs> I hate Jen. <laughs> okay. Oh, motherfucker. Five. Oh, oh no. Ugh. Oh my god. Mark XP. Oh, All right. Yeah. Okay. So much leveling. That triggers another move. Of his? Of yours. Of mine? When Etni burns herself with the black fire, uh-huh. roll plus wisdom. Okay. On a 10 plus, choose one from the list below. On okay. a 7 to 9, choose one, and the GM chooses one. Okay. On a 6 or less, choose two, and the GM chooses one. Okay. These cho- choices be made may, may be made more than once. So first, I want you to roll damage, because I think this is still going to hurt him. Like, the way you set it up narratively, I don't think he gets to get out of being hurt. Wait, wait, wait. But, like, I don't know if you're just in... You're just in... Why do you burn yourself with this? I think it's because I'm not... I think it's it's one of two things. I'm either like not actually focused, like I'm not treating it respectfully, mm-hmm. and Lord Vita knows that, so he lets me get burned. I don't think Lord Vita has that much control over how you use it. Well, but like, not he like how I use it. He but... doesn't protect you from getting burned. No, I know. Yeah, he never does. But it's all your focus. Yeah, no, it's all me. But like, it's like a, I'm. Like it, it has its own will. Mm-hmm. It thing. does. It does. It so, does. so do you just want to hurt him so badly that you're just? I'm just gonna flare it up and like. Fuck Who gives it. a fuck? Who gives a fuck? And it like burns both your arms at the same yeah. time. Cool. All right, roll two d six plus wisdom. What? <laughs> plus wisdom. Oh my god. Mark XP. <laughs> what did you roll there? Fucking four. Oh my god, you got snake eyes. Okay, so you're gonna have to choose two from this list, and I'll choose one. We okay. can say, choose the same one. Here's the list. Okay. Reduce a stat by two points permanently. Oh my god. Reduce the maximum number of bonds you have. Your maximum number is four, by the way. Okay. By one. Okay. Lose an advanced move other than Hell's Heart permanently. Sure. Reduce your maximum HP by one d six. Okay. Burn a nearby player character which isn't really an option here. Mm -hmm. They choose from the options above. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or burn a a nearby NPC. The GM will determine if they survive. I'm going to reduce... I I should say that's a friendly NPC, so that won't work on him. No. Because you already kind of did. I'm going to reduce my um, bond number to three. Okay. And... So I just roll a D6, and whatever I get, I lower my health. Maximum. You only had three out of your four bonds filled, right? Yeah. Okay, so you didn't, like, lose, like, a connection, but... I lost my ability to make one. Yeah, like, you... Like, there's just less space in you mm-hmm. to do that now. Mm-hmm. 
All right. What's your second choice? Do you, and your oh, the second choice is to reduce your maximum hit points by one. It won't reduce what you currently have. Mm -hmm. It won't re reduce your current, just your maximum. So, do you want to roll that 1d6? Yes. This is so rough. I know. <laughs> this is so rough. Okay. Okay. Four. Okay. Not the worst. It's not, not the best either, so. No. What is that? 17. Okay. Wow. 17 max. And I have to choose one now. Yeah. Huh. I picked a stat that you're good at. <laughs> Taylor, why would you do this? Okay. You need to lose an advanced move. Okay. It burns away an ability. Um, so they're also your old... What is that? Yeah. So what are your choices? Your choices are your elemental shield, mm -hmm. your advanced move that lets you see more, your ritual move... Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Firebrand, which is like the one you used on Goldwyn, mm -hmm. and give me fuel, give me flame. Give me fuel, give me fire. Okay, is that that's the one that you used it to figure out Ingvild's true nature, right? Yeah. So that that ability's just gone. Yep. Do you know this in the moment? Do you know that all of this has happened to you, or do you just know that you've been burned? I know I've been burned. Okay. That's it. All right, how much damage did you do to him again? Did I do? Yeah. Did I roll a seven? Did you roll? No, I still have an eight up. That's what I rolled last time. Okay, then it's an eight. Okay. Oh, no, that's what you rolled last time. Yeah. Okay, you must not have rolled. I don't think I did. And if it is did, a D8, right? Yeah, if you did roll, I'll cut it out. Okay. The, the original. Because <laughs> I didn't make a note of it, and I'll... Okay. That'll be okay. Five. Okay. Um, I will say your forceful and stun still worked. So mm -hmm. he's like knocked to the ground, mm -hmm. on on a like backpedaling, like trying to figure out a way. To, like he does not look graceful right now. He mm -hmm. is like on the back foot, mm -hmm. and you don't know you've been you know you've been burned, but you don't know. Yeah. So I think that looks like like the black flames crawling up your right arm. Mm -hmm. Like it's just and it's just sitting there, like mm -hmm. not like away from your body. Mm -hmm. Like it's still there and you look like a monster mm -hmm. right now. What do you do next? Hmm. Whatever you do next, you do have advantage. Shit. Like I could so see Etni just like throwing flames at him and just like trying to burn him to death. I know, but shit. <laughs> I, I don't know what else. Like, I don't. I, that is what I see Edney doing in my head. But yeah. I want to know. Does she have the wherewithal in this moment to do does. much else? I mean, she can fight more, but yeah. Then I'd say roll that that attack again. Okay. But you have advantage this time, so roll three d six. Take the higher two with a plus two. Take the higher two with a plus two. Yeah. Five and four plus two is eleven. Oh, thank God! Okay, so you just get to deal your damage, right? Yeah. Do you want to do your forceful stun move again and yeah. keep him on that back foot? Yeah. All right, roll a d8's worth of damage here. What? Seven. Seven. Nice. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> so he's on the back. He's like, he's still like scrabbling away. I think he's reaching up for the door to unlock it. He's like, I need, like, he's like, I gotta get space. I gotta get space. You have another moment. Do you, is this just, 
Like, is this kind of a horrifying moment, like an Emperor Palpatine moment a with, like, bit. Luke Skywalker? It's just, like, horrifying, <laughs> just, like, Etni looks like a bad, evil thing right now, just mm. not laying off. Mm. She's had a rough month and a half. This is true. <laughs> is this just another attack? Yeah. All right, do it. You have advantage. Oh, Jin. Oh, Jin. Hardly knew you. It's okay. Is he's it a okay? bad, bad person. I know he is. He's a bad Ooh, person. Sam's gonna kill me. No, he's not. <laughs> Sam's gonna fucking. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Holy shit. 14. All right. I'm gonna let that 14 ride. <laughs> what does it look like when you kill him? Oh, I feel like it's gruesome. It doesn't burn with heat, though. Like, what is it? Does he just, like, scrabble at his own chest? Like, he can feel something slipping away and he can't, like, find it? Like, like, like it feels like bleeding out, but... I feel like it's something with the head. Oh, so wait, you just, like, completely dismember him, like, or uh, disable him and then, like, finish him in melee? Kind of. Holy shit, tell me, just tell me. Go, tell me. How does this happen? Uh, so I feel like the this hellfire, it, you know, obviously, when she's using it, brings up her strength, mm-hmm. too. Right. I feel like she... So she burns him, like, and he's, like, She's gasping. just shooting. Yeah, she's gas. He's gasping In on his the ground. Face. He can't... He can't do anything. Yeah. And she clutches around his face. Oh, so you, like, walk up, like, black flames all the way to his face? Yeah. And then do we just, like, kind of, like... Do we cut to outside the room and hear just, like, a horrible crunch? And I think that's when the door opens. Mm-hmm. And Latima's there. Mm-hmm. And she, like, looks at you all fired up. And she, like, starts running. Hey, everyone. It's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 Podcast. Uh, it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you, so thanks for thanks for being here. Um, as always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience, so thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage Latora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to TabletopAudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at-the-table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and warlord playbooks all of which made a huge difference in this season um firebrands was designed by d vincent baker and music was by dane fogdahl well it looks like that's it for the intermission um we're here for the role playing not so much the rolling i've kept you here too long let's get back to the show and i think that's when the door opens Mm -hmm. and latima's there Mm -hmm. and she like looks at you all fired up and she like starts running away Mm -hmm. do you say anything are you trying to calm down there's still the sounds of violence from below you Mm -hmm. i feel like i'd go after that no change in the fire just like you're still just like black firing all the way down 
So you come down the stairs, and I think what we get to see is... All right, it's Meridian. I'm going to roll <laughs> the best of 2d12. Oh, no. <laughs> Eight. There we go. And... Sam, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, I know so you'll you use run, him in another campaign sometime. <laughs> so you run, you run down the stairs uh-huh. to Meridian and Skua's level, mm-hmm. and you see just like a door splinter open, and like uh, an orc fly through it, oh. a male orc, oh. who stands up, and it's Thistle. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no. And I think. Uh, Latima ran away. She ran down the stairs. Yeah. So, I think she got to the other side of the the hall, mm-hmm. and she was, like, banging on Wicker's door. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a long hallway. Um, the door bur- the, gets broken open. Mm-hmm. Meridian's in that doorway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right for Thistle. You roll an attack? Mm-hmm. All right, roll 2d6 plus wisdom. And you don't switch back to the, the orange flames? No. Oh, it's here. All right. It's here. It's here. Oh, thank God. It's an 11. It is an 11. All right, deal your damage. Uh, oh, Thistle. Are you choosing forceful and near? Like a, ra- a range, basically? So yeah. you don't have to get up close? Yeah. Cool. So this will blow him back. Mm-hmm. All right, roll that damage here. Three. All right. So it's not as, like... Big a hit, yep. but he does get thrown back down the hallway mm-hmm. um, and lands right at Latima's feet. Ah. And he like grabs her, ah. throws her to the ground, and holds a knife up. He's like, "You're letting me out. I'm gonna walk right out of here." Mm-hmm. Like he's got like big axe wounds on him, mm-hmm. and like he's breathing really heavily. Mm-hmm. And he looks; he's got a wild look in his eye from the mm-hmm. flames. He's like, "Nobody fucking move." Mm-hmm. What do you do? I think Meridian slows down. Oh no. Because if it goes wrong, she's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. You are free to let him out. I just, the way you've been characterizing Etni for the last f- few minutes has been like, he's gonna wreck, she's just gonna wreck anything and everything in her way. I know, but if it goes around, Latima dies. I guess the question is, is that threat to Latima's life enough to bring Etni out of the Black Fire? I think it is. Yeah. So, like, your hair turns back to its normal blonde, mm-hmm. your eyes come back to normal, mm-hmm. um, your veins stop glowing entirely, mm-hmm. and I think that's when you notice that the Black Fire on your arm takes a long time to fade out, mm-hmm. and you that's when you like, feel like, oh, fuck, I got burned. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thistle's starting to walk down the hall with the knife at Latima's neck. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And Meridian's like, Meridian and Wicker are looking to you for guidance here. Mm-hmm. I feel like... So Thistle's walking towards me? Yes, he's walking towards you with Latima in front of him, knife at her throat, um, and Meridian's, like, lowered her axe. She doesn't put it down. Mm-hmm. And I think Skua comes to the door mm-hmm. and is, like, hiding behind her wife a little. Mm-hmm. And Wicker's at the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just walk. He's, like, slowly stepping and, like, making sure Latima moves with him. 
I feel like Edmund walks towards him. He's like, not another step. And then he just like reaches out her hands. I know how you fight. You don't need a weapon. Give her to me. No. Not until I'm outside. Thistle, you have a job here. Please just give her to me. Sounds like you're parlaying. Yeah. So will you read parlay? Parlay. Parlay? That's it! That's the one! When you have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them, roll plus charisma. Nothing. <laughs> leverage is something they need or want on a hit. They ask you for something and do it if you make them a promise first. So what's your leverage here? You're just threatening to murder him? Or are you offering him his freedom if, she, if you hand her to Freedom. Gotcha. Okay. Roll away. Let's see. It's, it's just whatever I get. It is just whatever you get. Seven. Yeah. So, um, they need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. It's like, I don't believe you. And Etni, like, turns on the just the orange fire just mm-hmm. for a second and looks at Wicker and looks at Meridian and says, get back in your rooms. Is totally deadpan. Wicker steps back in. I think Meridian growls mm-hmm. and steps in. She can't close her door anymore. Yeah. But like she and Skua step as far back into the room as possible. And she puts out the flames. She holds out her arms further. <sighs> Is this good enough? Is this good enough? And she says, I'm going to take Latima to shove us down and run. I'll do you one better. And he like, remember he has two knives. Yeah. He flicks out the other one, stabs Mm -hmm. her in the back, throws her at you, Mm -hmm. and then books it down the hall. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you let him go? For real? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Latima's bleeding. I feel like Eddie is like kind of like in and out because of the black fire burn. Mm-hmm. Because her health went down. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, it did. Like physically. So her physical capability <laughs> to be healthy went down. And she's like sweaty and she's like holding Latima. I think you're fading in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And Latima's like bleeding out. Right. And you hear briefly um, Wicker Wicker uh, shouting, you two, pick them up. We gotta get them to the healing houses immediately. Yeah. Go. And like everything goes black. You're in the healing houses. Wicker looks like he stayed up all night with you two. Mm. 
Uh, clearly, like, Meridian isn't there, but Skua is. Mm-hmm. And... Wicker's like, you're awake. Is she okay? She's in a coma. The wounds healed. I did everything I could. But... I don't know what it was that was on that knife. And I have more bad news. And he like lifts his chin and like you look to your to your left and it's not Latima next to you. It's Pond. Also in a coma. They hit all the villages. Meridian's the only surviving chiefess. Pond and I are the only surviving ritualists, and he and Latima are fading away. I can't find an antidote. I've only seen Duncan be able to pull things away like that. Paladins. I mean. If he makes it in time, maybe he can save them. Also, those assassins and adventurer treasure hunters, they burned down most of the villages. The surviving works are here now. Come on. And he like stands up and he offers his arm. Outside of some bumps and bruises, you're fine. You've been asleep for a few days. Let's get you walking again. And Skua says, I'll, I'll take care of them. And he looks at her left arm. There's no markings. Not a one. Like stretches it out. Michael's her fingers. They're moving normally. Feels less like your body's been damaged and more like sucked out a bit of your will to live. And and he just looks up at Wicker. I'll just never get it right. What do you mean? And he's, like, guiding you out into the mountain. And this conversation's happening as you guys are walking out of the mountain back into the village. What do you mean? And then he, like, gives, like, no fucks right now. It's a good thing your book is closing. You're not gonna like the chapters I've written. I like the chapters you've written just fine.
By the way, your family's gone. Yeah, I bet they are. Meridian found some papers on the man you killed. Saw your aunt's name signed on some of them. Hmm. She ran them out. Ran them out. I don't know if they'll survive in the wilds. It is summer, though. And as he says that, like, door opens and it's mid-morning. And I think you can see the whole village is, like, doubly full of orcs now. Hmm. And you can see that the walls are farther. <laughs> like, Wicker pushed the, magically pushed the walls further hmm. to make more room. How's he? You've noticed that his arms are shaking. He's trying to be really steady and help you, but I think you're both supporting each other. Is everybody, um... Our beds and food and... Best we can. They brought a lot with them. Hmm. Everything they could salvage. Lots of yurts. And, um, luckily we have quite the surplus of food these days, since the farmers are back there. I think we're going to be alright. Yeah. Maybe. Don't blame yourself for this. Everybody keeps telling me it's... Me who inspired them, and me who... Can do things. But everything just feels darker. Duncan's gonna hate me. No, he won't. Lone Tree's still here. Most of the members of the Orcish tribes are still here. The serpent's still here. Well, gods know that that will be the last thing left of this place. I'm sorry. For what? For doing your best. For not being able to predict the moves of psychopaths. think I'm a psychopath after last night. No. No more than I do, th do I think that Meridian is a psychopath. Self-defense. Hmm. You didn't think my son was a psychopath? You didn't think I was a psychopath either. And neither will Duncan. You managed to save this place. And you managed to keep everyone alive for now.
And you told me Duncan will be back, hope, hopefully in time to save both him, her, and Pond. Yeah, he would. That's Duncan, the green and gold and blue. <laughs> Orange is always my color. Come, let's wait on the walls. Let Meridian handle things for a few days. Yeah. So what does the rest of this week look like? It's a lot of Eddie figuring out the things that happened during the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, her health was the first thing she noticed. Right, right. Um, and she notices the bond space in her heart has shrunk. Yeah, like I, I like it. Like maybe before you felt like you know when Brim gets back, he and I'll spend time together. Right. And now you just don't want to. Yeah. You know. Like I still feel my bond. Yeah, with it's him. like I don't know. I don't need to make that relationship any deeper than it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just no. Yeah. Yeah. Or on the sad turn of things. Mm-hmm. I could get closer to Brim, and, let, and therefore lose a bond, bond with Duncan. I think we can dis- decide that next time. Yeah. So, you do a bit of a count, hmm. and there's 700 more people in the village, roughly. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. And now it's like it's kind of crazy. It feels like a city now. You know? That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people. You know? Jesus. And... I think people are sad and scared. But they've come to a place with walls. Mm. And a stone keep. And there's still a chiefess here. Mm -hmm. You know? And there's healing houses. And there's a school... And I think there's just something about it that you can see in only the span of like five, six days, you can see the new orcs here be like, this is going to work. This is going to be hard, but this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I think you actually get a lot of like people from the orc tribes being like, we didn't know about this weird experiment that was going on down mm-hmm. south here. Mm-hmm. But what you've done here... This is neat. Wow. You know. And, like, never seen so many types of people. Mm-hmm. And... Something about the culture that's been built in New Lone Tree mm-hmm. is makes people resilient. Mm-hmm. They bounce back. They start building lives immediately. And I'd imagine you spend a lot of your time on the wall, hoping. And Pond and Marie, and Pond and Latima don't get any better. Mm-hmm. They don't get any worse. Mm-hmm. Latima's son, Marka, mm-hmm. spends basically all his time with Skua. <laughs> you know, and she confides in you that like, she and Meridian have been talking about having kids Hmm. so like 
she's doing a test run mm-hmm. and she's testing out Meridian as a mom, <laughs> um, which is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I think all of that, the, the cost of that fight with Jin, it's being offset by watching all this. Yeah. And it's also always good to hope for something. Mm-hmm. On the evening of the last day of the sixth week, mm-hmm. where are you? On the wall or somewhere different than usual? I feel like I'm outside the mountain overlooking. Where you had that talk with Wicker? Yeah. The sun's setting, it's twilight. Mm. First stars are coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's when you hear it. An earth-shattering The sound of beating wings, like thunderclaps. The dragon is coming. It is almost here. 